Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to talk about CM Punk getting trolled hard in Chicago by the Elite. There were F the Elite and F CM Punk chants on last night's AW Dynamite. The House of Black are back, and they they pretty much just killed everybody. Yes, uh, and Jamie Hayter is no longer the interim AW Women's World Champion. She's just a full-on AW Women's World Champion. I'll tell you all the details behind that change. I'm Adam Wilborn, and oh boy, this is going to be a fun one. This. <laughs> Is the news. All right, the elite last night, Chicago, you knew it was going to be wild. You knew it was. It's one of the loudest, rowdiest wrestling crowds in the world. Anyway, uh, the incident between the elite and CM Punk, you know the story. You know on being the elite this week, they they were little troll scamps. The Young Bucks had their bio this week. Kenny Omega yesterday did an interview with SI, but he was like, Guys, we've just got to put all this drama behind us. It's not CM Punk versus the Elite. Let go of it, guys. It's not worth it. And then he had, and then he, then he did a go to sleep and uh, and stuff on dynamite and uh, <laughs> what the hell? So th- this was uh, the second match of the best of seven series: mm-hmm. Death Triangle versus the Elite. Death Triangle won, right? Uh, Penta used the hammer on Nick Jackson. It was Nick Jackson, mm, yes. yes. No, it was Matt Jackson, idiot boy. Um, I'm so confused. Pack pinned him. So that continues that further story. The, the Elite are now 0-2 and two in that series. They're on the cosh. But oh boy, were they playing heels in Chicago. Uh, there was lots of stuff going on with the crowds, which we'll get to in a minute. <laughs> but the references to the brawl, to the controversy, there was a lot of them. Uh, Kenny, early on, going for the... Terminator dive, everyone seemed to be getting into it until he did this. Oh. Until he did that, but then he got cut off because he's a heel and that's the heel psychology. Uh, later on, he actually did the go to sleep. Yeah. And uh, there was a kick out, so he didn't end the match or anything like that. Uh, later, uh, he bit, uh, I think it was Pac, he bit his arm. This is, of course, a reference to A Steel biting him in the brawl. Yeah. Kenny had the bite mark for about two weeks after that. And oh, yeah, Matt Jackson uh, tried to do a, 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 a bugshot Larry and fell on his ass, just like CM Punk did. So there were some clear shots uh, going on here throughout the match. Um, we can't really evaluate this whole thing without talking about the crowd chants and stuff as well and how they played mm. into it. So I'm going to swing over to you and then we'll break it down. Yes, I think they did everything in that match other than the full anchorman kick a dog off a bridge, basically. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in terms of the chants, Andy, there were dueling chants of F the Elite and F CM Punk. And if you're wondering what the F stands for, have you ever watched wrestling before? Um, also, there was the 
dreaded CM Punk, CM Punk chants, which were just the bane of WWE for so many years. But it was just a case of you're in Chicago, loyalties are split, and like you say, the elite are just putting that bait out there. Let's see if we get any nibbles on this. Oh, the entire arena. Yeah. I, I genuinely, I've come into work, I'm so glad that I work with far more knowledgeable and professional colleagues, because I came That's into work true. today <laughs> We're to, to ask yourself and the Dadly Boys, what's going on here? Because I watched that and went, Cool, so I, I guess CM Punk's coming back, or is it uh, uh, just them being, you know, just like, well, you little scamps, or is it, as you seem to have decided on, and and, and as you, you agree with Sidgwick, just them going, well, we're in Chicago, we might as well lean into it. See, this reaction is good because it proves that it worked, mm. right, the whole thing. Um, I thought that this was one, not, not a match of the year, but like a hoot of the year, <laughs> a fun time of the year, Yeah. right? There will be people coming out of this going, oh, but Kenny said in an interview and then did this. Good, you got worked. That's the whole point. You can't. You come out and you go, guys, just stop it. And then you do the exact opposite on a night where you're playing heels situationally in Chicago. That's the whole point. You're supposed to be upset by it. Or, conversely, you could have had the opposite reaction, which is what well, I think Sidgwick had as well as myself, mm. and just enjoy the ride and have a good time and watch these guys like master conductors. Is Beethoven, was he a conductor? Yeah, I think so. I, I, sure, we'll go with him. Uh, that's what they were like last night. They had this crowd wrapped up, and Chicago were brilliant. This wasn't a disruptive crowd. This wasn't a taking the show hostage crowd. This wasn't a we don't like what you're feeding us so we're going to rebel crowd. We're going to get the beach ball out and ignore the action. Yeah. This was a crowd that went with everything they were fed. Because on being the elite this week we got the, they, they highlighted the FC and Punk Yeah, yeah, yeah. The exact reaction that the elite wanted when they stepped in the ring in CM Punk's backyard was for that crowd to chant F the elite. Flip it around. And yeah. that's exactly what happened. Within minutes, we had people chanting for the elite. We had people chanting just CM Punk, CM Punk. Later on, they were chanting, this is awesome, because they were just so into it. Everything got the desired response. The baby faces, when they cut these assholes, because that's what they were on the night <laughs> off, they got big pops. When the elite were assholes, they got booed. The whole thing was a big heel comeuppance in the end as well, because the elite lost. They showed their ass. They ate the dirt. They ate S-H-I-T. These guys worked the hell out of every single person who watched this show last night. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. It, I, I Legitimately, one of the best wrestling things I've seen all year. I would put it right up there, like, in terms of work-wise, with the very best Sami Zayn stuff, mm. with the very best MJF CM Punk feud stuff. I thought this was... Brilliant. And I've not been the most complimentary to Dynamite recently. And the crowds have been a bit rubbish with AEW recently. And then they went to Chicago, and it was like, the big question was, are they just going to hijack the show? No, they played along. This was wonderful. People are going to throw words like unprofessional and stuff around, and it's like, that's, that's the point. That's the whole point. Allow yourself to get worked. It feels good. It's the whole point of the sport. I'm just going to get my bag of popcorn and watch Twitter all day, because... Yeah. No, I know it was meant to be dead, but today it is very much alive with uh, arguments and people's uh, just... Though I think that you're right. I think the fact that they generated such a response arguably proves that what they did was correct. Yeah, and I think, you know what I want next? I want CM Punk on Twitter. Mm. I want some salt, baby. And I think CM Punk's back coming back now. I think it's all a big work. I love this. I love that, like, it seems to be half people think that this is a sign he's coming back. Yeah. And half... 
think that this was just like one final kick well, in that's the, the Yeah, that's the last, the final straw sort of thing. I love the pettiness. I hope that if CM Punk shows up on SmackDown this week somehow, <laughs> that he cuts a promo on the Elite. He's the fifth member of the babyface team at Survivor Brother, this is, this is getting out of control. Um... <laughs> Wow, what Thankfully a Dynamite was quieter than that. Yeah, the, yeah, the House of Black, they, they returned as well. Um, so this was like, this was before all the Elite Madness, so it was kind of like, I mean, the opening segment was a popper as well. Um, but like, this was the first big popping moment of the show for me, personally, because I love the House of Black, and it was good to see them back. So there was uh, the, the match between Orange Cassidy and Jake Hager. Orange Cassidy beat Jake Hager to retain the All-Atlantic Championship. Afterwards, in the ring, we had Best Friends, we had OC, we had, uh, not the OC, Orange Cassidy. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had Rocky Romero. The factory came down. QT Marshall. Uh, no sign of a go go. Keeping him out of this. What's going on, guys? I see Daniel Garcia back on telly, though, at least. Yeah. Has he been? I know. What's, what's been up with him? Maybe he's had a quiet injury or something. Yeah, Who knows? Hopefully not. Um, he was in the mosh pit for God's sake last week, so that's that's risky business. Yeah. Um, QT's cutting a promo. The mic cuts out, and you're like, oh, is this just crap production? <laughs> then some lights start cutting out, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, okay, cool. Something's going to happen here. They come back on the red. Julia Hart's there. Oh, good. They're back. The House of Black are back. They came from behind. They killed the baby faces. The fact you were applauding them like goobers. Good job, boys. And then they died as well. <laughs> Everyone got their ass kicked. House of Black go outside. All of these dorks start running around. There's some dark and elevation wrestlers. There's some security guys. They die as well. And they get on the ramp and Malachi Black just says, well, what do you say? Uh, members of the House of Black, please rise. So they're back. It was simple. It was effective. They kicked loads of ass. It was I think, awesome. I think Brody King killed a guy on yeah, that ramp. I think he might have, which is perfect. Uh, they got new music. Um, uh, uh, fill in your bingo card. Take your drink or whatever. Andy Murray puts a band over, but they've got the new music from Dead Body, which rules. Um, what a great time. They're back. I love the House of Black. Yeah, I, I, this this dynamite was so confu- like enjoyable but confusing for me. And it's probably just because I'm an idiot. Because <laughs> right, like, you talk about the opening segment. Moxie's there. And it, nothing actually happens. He's, oh, I'm going to kill him. Nothing actually him. happens. And I was a bit like, oh. But then I was like, what did you want to happen? Him to attack an elderly William Regal, who they literally said in the promo, he's had, what, two bleeds on the brain yeah. or something? P- pile drive yeah. William Regal. And then when the House of Black came in, I went, wait, the House of Black are going after the All-Atlantic Championship? And then they killed Ooh. everyone, and then the Young Bucks and all that sort of thing. So, yes, uh, very g- glad to see the House of Black back. Look, I- I've said this a million times. I am not here for when they talk all their bollocks and, whoa, what's all I mean? And I'm setting something up bad. I'm made of dust and all that. But when they do what they do, and Brody King did what he did on this, I love them. I love it, this. It's the opposite of, and then the bell rang. When the bell rings with, with the House of Black, when they do physical stuff, the I best. love them. I don't care about it. I don't care about all this. Ooh. See, it's like, I love this because we have two, two, two kind of opposite views on it. It's yeah. good because we don't really disagree with much on the news. I love all the stuff. <laughs> I love the antlers. I love everything. <laughs> I'm a mark, man. I don't care. Like, 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 you should be a mark for You should enjoy stuff. But yes, clearly, uh, Malachi Black, like you say, gl- must be glad to be back doing yeah. doing this again. I'm very happy to we, see him. I mean, we could spend like 10 minutes picking those reports and all of that situation apart. For now, I'm choosing to bask in the glory. Exactly. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, finally... He's, he was on the show too. <laughs> good news, bad news uh, regarding the women's world title. The good news is, definitively, we now have a women's world champion and her name is Jamie Hayter. The bad news is, Thunder Rosa, due to her injuries, has had to vacate that championship. So it's gone to the interim world champion, which makes a lot of sense. That's what they do in other sports, of course. Uh, it was cleared up, basically, by Renee Paquette before the six-woman match. She came out and said that uh, Rosa had agreed to relinquish her championship. Um, a mutual agreement had been reached, basically, uh, due to the extent of her injuries and the whole uncertainty around when she'd return. Um, and they said, yeah, it was not just for AEW's benefit, but it was a benefit. Uh, it was the right thing, right thing to do for the women. Rosa, of course, out of action since August. It's a shame, obviously, all this. But I've, I mean, I got, it got to a point where we were previewing full gear, and I was just basically saying the women's world championship with Tony Storm and, and Jamie Hayter. So I'm kind of glad yeah. that's cleared up. But obviously, we wish Thunder Rosa well in her yeah. recovery, and she's got to be, you know, first in line when she eventually does come back. You'd imagine so it'll be like a, I never lost the belt type situation. And look, there, there's a lot of fun stuff you can play on with her and Jamie. That story about the bathrooms and stuff um, from way back when. Yeah, um, yeah, I. I I've never been a big interim title guy. I think it sucks in the UFC and I've not really enjoyed it in AEW that much. I would have kind of liked it if they'd maybe done this a bit earlier mm. in Tony's reign. Um, but they've done it now. Obviously, best was just to fund the Rosa uh, and her injury recovery and all of that sounds worse than yeah. originally uh, anticipated. So, yeah, I mean, if someone's going to be sidelined for a period of time... Uh, it's best to move on and then come back to it. It's not a slight on her at all. Uh, I think Thunder Rose is great. It's just an unfortunate situation here. And then there's all the political nonsense as well, which uh, which manifests in various ways. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. At least Jamie gets to call herself just the world champion. Yeah, and j just don't have her carry around two championships now. Yeah. Because that's the whole point of the interim thing, Sammy. I loved it when they first introduced it, by the way. When Cody said, I've got him injured, but I'll be back sure. soon, but we're going to do it. I was like, that's wicked. And then they ruined it for me. So now I'm just glad. Yeah. There we go. Jamie Hayter, congratulations. What is it? The Killer and the Pillar. Killer and the Pillar. What, what a name that is for her. Imagine them and the Butcher and the Blade hanging out. Great. <laughs> what, a, what a night out that would be. Gee whiz. Wow. Uh, right, let's go to your questions today taken from our YouTube community page. So make sure you, you know subscribe to What Culture Wrestling. And then you'll see there Andy posts something just asking for questions every now and again. We also take questions, of course, normally from Twitter at What Culture WWE as well. Remember tomorrow? Oh, Wacky Friday. I'm not here, baby. Oh, Wacky Up Friday. Send them to the, the gods here. Uh, yes, I'll, I'll pitch for it on Twitter a little bit later. Adam Wilborn. First question today comes Super. from Betley Island 36 
who writes with the Iron Survivor Challenge in a couple of weeks. It's on NXT if you've not been watching. Uh, are there any match stipulations you'd like to see in WWE that they haven't done before? They've done so many, it's hard to think of any that they haven't done that would be worthwhile. They have kind of done almost everything, haven't they? Yeah, they've done everything 17 times. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ladder no. matches. Yeah, no, that's such a fresh original uh, stipulation. Um, I've got one, right? WWE is the clean company, right? PG rating, family entertainment, uh, a lot of it's like scripted for children. You watch it with your little kids, five, six, seven years old, however old, whatever. It's like family affair, get them Mm -hmm. in here. Nice squeaky clean. We don't swear, we don't do none of that blood and guts crap. With that in mind, the natural choice is an exploding barbed wire death match. <laughs> yeah. Imagine a WWE version of that, PG. Goodness me. I mean, the, look at the AEW version. Yeah. It, it <laughs> yeah, sucked yeah. ass. <laughs> i got two options for you, and they're both taken from the best wrestling company of all time, TNA. Um, <laughs> three words. you got th- you got three words or a four-word one, okay? So you've got reverse battle royal. Boom. Genius. One of Vince Russo's greatest ideas, in my opinion. And they're all great. Everyone so. starts inside the ring then has to pretend that they can't just get in and then it becomes a normal over-the-top elimination battle royal and then it that gets you into an order for a tournament that someone who wasn't even in the original battle royal can possibly win. Uh, or, my favourite, and it's perfect for this time of year, well, maybe after today, four words, Silent Night, Bloody Night match. <laughs> if, you have, if you don't watch it, it's genuinely a Christmas tradition in the Wilborn household. It's sensational. It's got a, bar- a tree made of barbed wire. What more do you want? What more could you possibly want? Uh, right, next question today comes from El Sean. Uh, a little sort of two-parter here. Boom, boom. Uh, El Sean writes, Who are the top three wrestlers you would like to see bald? Oh, and man. who are the top three wrestlers you would like to see with a moustache? I am thankful for Adam, Andy, and the What Culture Wrestling News. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving to all of our American viewers. Or if you're in another country and you celebrate Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving gobble, to gobble, you. Gobble, baby. So, yeah, we've divvied these up to, to our sp- particular skill sets. Bald and moustache. <laughs> Andy, three wrestlers. You, do you want to alternate? I'll go. Yeah, okay. you, you start this off, baby. Uh, I want uh, Michael Cole with, with an evil moustache. Oh, wow. Okay. That he can um, twiddle without saying switching gears. I mean, Drake Wurst doesn't work there anymore, but there's a certain type of moustache he's probably tried out. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was writing these and I was like, well, I can't have that because no conversations yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can we can take shots of these assholes. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, not Michael Cole. <laughs> Michael Cole's good. Uh, and a nice guy. Um, Drake Wurst is not. No. Bald wrestler Seth Rollins would be funny. <laughs> He'd make it work as well. Him going, hey, hey, hey. He'd have a different head, you know, like his gear, yeah. different headpiece every week. Yeah, Seth would be funny because he'd, he'd jazz it up. And would you allow stupid. that? I know you're not a fan of like hair plugs or hair pieces, just embrace it. Uh, if it's like a Kevin from the Office type hair okay, piece. Okay, yeah. Hell yeah, baby. Hell yeah. Let's, let's go. Uh, second person, I was like, well, I can't just pick all WWE people, right? So you got Michael Cole on one side. Who from AEW would be, would be, I'd be fascinated to see what moustache they'd grow. Hook. Wow. I can't picture it. It would be like a sexy moustache. Yeah, he, he could have genuinely have a, like those weird, creepy pencil moustaches that they have. Yeah. And still look sexy. You ever see the footage of him in the strip club? I have, yes. The ass just in his face. Imagine that with a moustache, even better. Tickling uh, it. Who's bald? Uh, Bray Wyatt, right? But he's not just bald, he's shaving the beard off as well. I, I can't. Fascinated. I think he probably looks like like a more built version of Bo Dallas. He was, he was relatively, I mean, he had like stubble, didn't he, as Husky Harris, if I remember yeah. right. Yeah. But he's like, I that's the closest the... you've come to seeing. 
because he's like he's a guy who's like a baby <laughs> cloaks himself like obviously wears like hats and like he always has like loads of gimmicks he's very much like a he's a visually arresting dude I want to see what that looks like totally bald yeah why not that's a, Join uh, us. That's a really good pick we will embrace you in the bald community final person I don't know whether it's just that I'd like to see this person with a moustache or with a a full beard, even perhaps. And by the way, if you want to donate for to my Movember, the link's on my Twitter page. It's a very good cause, very close to my heart. Ezekiel, I don't know what he'd look like with a with a beard or a mustache. I'd love to see it. Very good, very good. Final bald wrestler for you? Uh, it's a guy I've always wanted to see bald, and it's wild because I've been watching this person for like how long have I been watching wrestling for? Since 1992, pretty much, right? I'm old. Uh, and I've always wondered what this person would look like bald. It's always I've never I've never even ran it through one of those generators because the day it happens, I want to see it naturally. Go Steve on. Austin. What would he look like bald? Blonde hair, yeah. Bobby Lashley. Take, get rid of the blonde hair and like I'd copy yeah, it. Can't see it, man. Stunning Steve. Whatever happened to that? Seriously, Dolph Ziggler would be funny. Dolph Ziggler would be really funny. Do you remember that one week, Dolph Ziggler, when they went cut your hair and dye it brown, and you went, you literally looked like a creative wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Day. It's like, what's going on here, man? Come I on. I feel so sorry for that when they did that to him. I was like, why? And they're like, and we're going to put you with Vicky Guerrero for no apparent reason. Is there any what? any wrestlers with like funny shaped heads? Because like that's the problem, right? With some guys. Yeah. Like sometimes like nature takes its course, and I'm always an advocate of just shaving it off. And sometimes you you have like a, like my head's quite well shaped for it. Sometimes it's like a disaster. It's like a little flat landing or something. He's not got a lot of hair, but Gunther's got a big old oh. head, hasn't he? It, he might have a problematic head shape for yeah. going bald. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one, Gunther. Sorry, brother. <laughs> Love your work, but... Gunther was one of the people I was going to pick for a moustache, and I was like, uh, no connotations and all that. Yeah. They, they, WWE have skirted quite close to that anyway, so we'll just move on. Yeah, they're they're dumb. Uh, final question today comes they from... They were dumb. It's yeah. a different owner. Yeah, uh, there you go. Pranav Mehta gives us our final question of the day, and uh, yes, it's right. So with it being Thanksgiving here in the US, uh, what are you most thankful for this year in wrestling and outside of it? Oh, man. Obviously... Happiness, health, all of that stuff. Yes. Friends, family, all that. Being able to sit in a room with Andy Murray outside, I don't know, yes. basically wrestling, but yeah. being able to sit next to this fella and not just be on a Zoom call and going, uh, sorry, you were saying, uh, uh, I hated it and all of the pandemic bodies. It's still not over, obviously. Yes. Please be safe, everyone. But it's, that is just nice to be able to go and watch wrestling and do things like this. Having the security blanket of things like vaccinations means that we don't have to come in and go, oh, oh, sorry, yeah. I was in contact with one person in Tesco who was five metres away. Yeah. I better do a test. Uh, so Celebrating football, all the World Cup goals, Japan's goals. <laughs> and of course, celebrating that Scotland are not participating on moral grounds. <laughs> Very proud of my country. Uh, but yeah, what are you thankful for in wrestling this year? In, in wrestling, I'm thankful for uh, so many things, man. I'm thankful for the turnaround in WWE. I found weekly programming very enjoyable since Triple H came in in creative. And I, I wouldn't say it's like a dramatic like shift but yeah. it's it's a lot more logical and it's a lot more fun for me to watch so I'm very thankful that Vince McMahon is gone and, yes. and someone else yes. is in the material uh, I am thankful for John Moxley my personal wrestler of the year I am thankful for Jamie Hayter for being awesome uh, I am thankful for Sami Zayn specifically yes. every single week I'm thankful for Roman Reigns continuing to be awesome I'm thankful for a lot of stuff. DDT, my favourite promotion, killing it constantly. I'm thankful that now in Japan, sometimes we have a, a, a show where people can cheer. Yes. What a novelty. I'm thankful um, for Omega Osprey next year. Yeah. Thankful for the... I just, I just like stuff, man. I just, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm a pretty easily pleased guy now. Burying stuff is whack. 
Yeah. Just being a fun dude. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for most of the things you mentioned there. Sami Zayn is obvious one. I'm thankful for my tribal chief, Roman Reigns, of course. I'm thankful for the bloodline every single we day that I wake up. We are the ones. Um, I'm thankful for the new and best world champion in AEW, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I'm thankful he's my best friend. Of course. Most, most importantly. Um, and I'm also thankful that despite the name change, NXT is still one of the most fun shows of the week. The show the other day was awful and brilliant at the same time. If you haven't seen scripts, just... Well, actually, watch the vignettes and then go, sorry, how's this connected to this? And isn't that a guy I've seen who used to be like a wine person previously? You know, NXT's the best. You know what I'm enjoying? Like, it is... It's obviously, you know, you can pick out flaws in it, whatever. That's not the point. What I'm enjoying in NXT at the moment, right, is every month, every month, there is a tag team storyline where two people form, four weeks later they split up, one of them turns heel, and you're supposed to receive it as the rockers breaking up yeah. and going through the barbershop window and stuff. It's it's really funny to yeah, me. Yeah, like, cool they're going to split soon. Yeah. It's like Roxanne Perez and, and Cora Jade were like, I trusted you, you were my best friend. You knew each other for four weeks. I love it. I, I like, I like that. That's funny. And I'm thankful that AW stole that storyline with War Joe as well. So <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also thankful, of course, for Tony D'Angelo on his decks. Of course, uh, so of and I, do you know what? We should say what we're thankful for this year that we didn't expect. I'm thankful Logan Paul's in wrestling now. <laughs> and that is not a sentence I thought I'd be saying last year. I, I am thankful that Jeff Jarrett exists. Yes! And still rules? What's going on? What is going on? Let us know what you're thankful for in the comments and your thoughts on everything we've discussed. I sense people have a lot to say about the whole CFO. Oh, man. Everyone is going to be worked. It's have it out. Work. Have it out it's down there. I'm not the even going to look at it. Nope. No. Whoop. Uh, continue the conversation as well on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dadley Boys are going to be arguing about AW Dynamite probably they, a little they, bit they later almost, on. They almost had a problem. And we'll be doing an extended preview for Survivor Series War Games, which is of course coming your way this weekend. And we will be doing a live stream for it, reacting to it on Saturday night. So do join us on the channel here for that one. Uh, you can follow us all on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. You can follow Andy on Twitter at... At uh, Andy H. Murray. Uh, the H stands for, hey, if you buy something on Depop and you see it's like 10, 10 pounds, right? And it looks like too good a deal to be true. It usually is too good a deal to be true because you buy the sweatshirt, the Carhartt pink sweatshirt, and then you find out that it's got little dimples on the shoulder because it's been hanging up in someone's wardrobe for about five years. Buy yourself bigger hangers, guys. Yeah, yeah, I look like an idiot. <laughs> you got horns. I look like, you know, when Tony Khan came on TV for the first time on Dynamite he was wearing this massive remember, suit that didn't yeah. fit him that's what I look like yeah. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilmore follow us all at WhatCultureWWE but for now my thanks to Andy Murray thank you for watching Thanksgiving it smells a bit and this has been the news turkey is nice though <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.